listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hey, so glad you've joined me for this week's episode of the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. This is part two of our branding episode. So I'm going to continue chatting to Kaylee Dennis and hearing some of her tips about branding and graphic design and stuff. And we're going to be touching on some different stuff in this episode to last week. So we're also going to be talking about branding outside of TPT and social media and things. Can't wait to share it with you. If you haven't done so already, be sure to check out last week's episode, part one, because we talked a lot about fonts and colors and all these amazing things. But anyway, let's keep going, chatting to Kaylee and seeing what else she has to say. Okay, so my next question for you is, I would love if you could share some branding advice for someone who is just starting out with their branding or someone who is looking to rebrand. So more kind of do's and don'ts in general for their storefront, you know, in terms of like fonts and colors and, you know, they're going to sit there and they're trying to plan their whole branding, you know, just like tips. And I, I mean, my next question kind of, Maybe we could combine these together because it's a similar thing. I was going to say like TPT branding, you know, like logos, quote boxes, banners, like just for all that stuff, picking the fonts, picking the colors, getting it all to look great on TPT and just designing all their branding. Do you just, yeah, share some tips with us for that if they're looking to start. Yeah. So I'm going to reiterate, just utilize all of the space that TPT has to offer for you. So use your logo space, use your quote box space, use your banner, use your side banner, Use your custom categories, use the featured product space, like use all of that. I would say, you know, sometimes when you're first starting out, you probably have no idea what you want. You're like, I like this set of colors. I like this set of colors. I like these fonts. I I like this and that and this and that. What I did when I first started was I went out to look at other TPT stores. I, I try to pull from the ones that I liked the most, try to look at their colors, try to look at their branding, try to look at their, what type of graphics do they have in their store? Just kind of get familiar with, you know, not your competition, but who are the other people around you in your, in your niche who also have the branding that you enjoy and that you think is pleasing but also for people who are first starting out what I do as a branding person is I tell them first off I ask them you know do you have a theme that you like if they don't really have a theme or if they do then I tell them the next step is I want you to go and find some pictures that either fit your theme or fit the feeling that you want your buyer to have when they come to your store. If you're feeling confident and maybe maybe to you the word confident makes you think of royalty or in my head I'm thinking of the word velvet. <laughs> confident velvet. I don't know. But think of some different pictures that matches the feeling that your buyer has when they come to your TPT store. So there's that. And then when it comes to getting the colors, 
typically what I'll do is I will take the pictures that they send me and I will pull, you know, you can use an eyedrop tool and I will pull certain colors from it, like kind of mesh well together. I'll give them sets of options. So I'll send the buyer or the person who I'm creating the graphics for, I'll send them several different versions. So they won't just have one set of color palettes. They can choose from whatever they want to. And once they decide on one, that's when we can dive into our fonts. And that's when we can dive into the creation of the logo and all that stuff. That sounds awesome. And I've, yeah, like I've kind of blended the questions together a little bit, but just like in terms of when you're, say if you're new or you're rebranding and you're about to make things like the banner or the quote box and you say you weren't hiring, say you were doing it yourself. Like, do you have any sort of tips for that? Just making those that kind of visually appealing and great, all the things that we have on our storefront, you know, yeah. you've got to say you picture fonts and your colors, you're, you're done with that. But you're like, okay, well, how do I make these look appealing? Do you have any tips there? Yeah. So first of all, you're probably going to want to go and look up the sizing for quote boxes and banners and all that stuff. That's what I had to do. And now they have a template. I just use it over and over. But you're going to want to go look up the sizing. I use Canva a lot. You can still use PowerPoint to create all these different images, which is what I used to do. But I feel like Canva sometimes can give me better quality almost whenever I go and download. I don't know why, but it just does. (laughs) And when you're creating your quote box and your banner and your side banner, you're going to want to think about your buyer, obviously. What is it when they come to your store? What is it that you want them to recognize right away? Is it just your name? Like sometimes you can make a little banner on top of the featured resources that has your name, or you can have one that says shop featured resources and that kind of you know, directs them to write down below, shop some of these popular items. With your quote box, you're also going to want to think about your buyer. Do you want to keep it just one image or a lot of people are doing rotating quote boxes? So like a GIF and in each slide, they'll give something. In the past, I've done rotating GIF boxes that have, you know, welcome to my store. And then the next slide is, Here's a resource for math and first grade. And the next slide will say, you know, it'll be a, a review on one of their products, but they're highlighting it because it gives a very, it's a very full in depth review of a product, which I always love. So that the people who are coming to their store now can see, oh, well, if they really like that product, then maybe I should go take a look at it. And then when it comes to like fonts and stuff too, with the quote box and the banners and the side banners, try to keep those consistent as possible too. Um, you don't want to have, you know, chunky monkey fonts over in your, <laughs> in your quote box, but then skinny mini fonts in your banner and then translucent fonts in your side banner. Like you're going to want to keep them all consistent. What I typically do with all those elements is the fonts that I use in the person's logo, I try to match them to the fonts that are in those elements on their TPT storefront. Now, there's always, you know, you can always add extra fonts, but when you are adding extra fonts to your storefront, you want to 
what I had, what I typically have to do is I'll take a sentence and I'll line it out and I'll usually do it so that I have multiple copies of that sentence, but in different fonts. So I'll take the font from their logos um, and I'll use those two and I'll have that set up. But then if I want to add an extra font into their storefront that, that has nothing to do with their logo, I need to make sure that it matches up and has a cohesive look with their logo as well. So that whenever I line up all the sentences together, that they look nice and cohesive and don't look so drastically different. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when you're branding your store or rebranding your store, kind of think about those things. Also, heads up, it's okay if you're still rebranding your store for <laughs> two years. Because that was me. Because <laughs> I'm still redoing my covers. I keep telling myself, all right, you're going to get this done. You're going to get this done. Get... I'm still redoing my covers. Most of them are, most of them are done. I would say like 65. of them are done, but it's no, no one is going to come out and claw at you and give you an attitude because your storefront doesn't look like these other covers that you need to have. It's okay. It's, I'm just telling you right now. It's okay. I think it's so important as sellers we stop putting pressure on ourselves because we can be really like by achieving perfection sometimes and we're like, okay, I've got a hundred products in my store and I've got this new template and I've got to allow fix 100 covers. And then you feel kind of rushed and pressured and it's like, nobody, no buyer is going to come to your store and get that judgy and refuse to buy from you because there are 10 that you still haven't updated. Like it's all good. So we need to stop <laughs> putting pressure on ourselves for sure. But yeah, I love all your tips so far. The last question I have is just a bit outside TPT kind of. Um, Do you have any tips when it comes to branding, you know, in marketing? So like on social media, Instagram, Facebook, all those things like that. Because I know it is important to have that branding expand beyond just your storefront and your covers and stuff. So especially with Instagram, I know that's your jam. Like any tips you've got there for branding outside of TBT? That would be great. Yeah. So the kind of brand identity is the big word that I think about when I think about transferring all your brands everywhere. Brand identity is, so think of Nike. Like when you think of Nike, what do you think of? Yeah, the swoosh, yeah. The swoosh, yeah. That's their brand identity. So you go see the swoosh on your phone, you're going to think, oh, Nike. If you're going into the mall and you see the swoosh on like an advertisement, you're going to think, oh, Nike. Because they have a brand identity and they use it everywhere they go. They don't get rid of it. That's what you want to do when you're transferring your branding from TPT to Instagram or to Pinterest or to YouTube. All that needs to be consistent. If it's not, your buyer's going to get confused. If you're using a logo in TPT that doesn't look anything like your logo on Instagram, or it's a whole different jam that you got going on in Instagram, your buyer's going to get super confused. Just letting you, let you know ahead of time. When you're trying to keep your branding consistent all throughout different platforms, you want to make sure that those fonts are similar. Stack up those fonts like I did before. Stack them up and make sure the fonts that you're using throughout the different platforms are cohesive and they look similar and they mesh well. Make sure that when you're taking your 
branding from TPT to Pinterest that you're still using the same thing. You just want to have consistency all throughout the different platforms that you're using. I think colors and fonts are the two biggest things. I think if you have greens and blues and you've got this like certain swirly font and a certain chunky font that you use on TPT and then you go to Instagram and you're making like a little quote post, you know, of like something, you know, motivational or inspirational yeah. whatever you know, use those colors, use those fonts so that people kind of recognize that as you. When they see that, they're like, oh, I know it's you. And then you go to your store and they know it's you and it's all kind of connected. So I think just the colors and the fonts are the biggest thing probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know branding can be more than that. It can be about your voice and all that, you know, all that sort of your values and stuff too. But I definitely just think colors and fonts are the biggest thing that make you recognizable. Maybe, well, I guess anything else would probably be stuff like maybe the layout and the way or the clip art or the stock photos or the mock-ups, maybe. Do you agree that there are probably some other little things as well? Yeah, there's some other like little, like tiny things, like tiny details like that. For me, when I used to create solely for TPT, I would make sure that the fonts that I'm using on my TPT, that I would take them over to Pinterest. And if I was, let's say I was making a November activity and I had a set of clip art that I was using for my November activity, I would use that same clip art in any of the Pinterest pins that I was creating. Same thing if I was trying to make a picture, you know, back in the day when Instagram used to let us <laughs> take pictures and those were the big thing. I would use some of the same clip art or I would print out my product so that I could have a visual of the product for my Instagram picture. So that's another big thing. I think, yeah, I think colors and fonts are probably the two biggest things, but I've noticed sometimes that when I like, if I'm following someone on TPT and I see one of their products come up as a new resource and like I see their cover or I see something on Instagram, it's not always just the color that makes me know or just that font. Sometimes it's just the way that it's set up and the way that they style things, you know what I mean? Especially with covers on TPT anyway, the way you position your titles and the types of mock-ups you use and you know, I mean, you can make yourself recognizable in so many different ways. So branding can be really powerful. But I'm I'm so glad you're able to join us that you've answered some, like, all my questions with so many great tips. And like, it's all very inspiring. And I'm sure people listening that are especially newer sellers will have really benefited. So I hope so. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Last thing I was going to just ask was where we can find and connect with you, like, you know, social media or anything like that, or a website or anything, if people want to work with you or they just want to learn more branding tips and follow you and stuff, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of different places that they can find me. I'm on Instagram most of the time. I may not show up on Instagram as much as I would like to, but that doesn't mean I'm not on there <laughs> scrolling throughout the day. <laughs> So I will see you if you come on and say hi. So my Instagram is at the dentist crew. I have a website called the That's where you can find prices for my graphic design. So like if you want a new logo or for, if you want um, new TPT graphics, that's where you can find all of the pricing and the rundown of what you get. But also, I have an email list. So if you scroll all the way down at the bottom of my website, there is an email list that you can sign up for and you can get a free branding board. So going with the branding that I've been talking about, there's a video that's attached to it. So if you wanted to, you know, dip your toe in and try to see if you could brand yourself, it's not hard. Give yourself patience and time. So there's that. But also, if you are in my email list, 
you will be getting probably, hopefully, in the next couple months, some news. I am, you heard it here first, I am going to be trying to create a membership for TPT authors that have pre-made TPT graphics. So you wouldn't have to go out and create your own quote box or your own banners or your own side banners or your own product covers or your own thumbnails. You can just go and grab my templates or you can go grab the ones that I've already made. But I'm also... I'm also going to try another another pair of pants on and I'm also going to create a course for those who want to create all these graphics themselves. So it'll take them through creating those graphics, creating their branding, how to keep that branding throughout different platforms and all that. Oh, wow. That's awesome. But that might be a little while down the road. Yeah, but it's nice to know that you might have that done for you and do-it-yourself option. And that's always really good because um, I know anyone listening, you probably, everyone's at a different stage in their journey. Some people genuinely can't really afford to outsource yet. So they've got to make their own logo. That's totally okay. Or they want to because they love being creative. Other people are at that point, like where I got to, where I was like, I cannot do this. This is not my jam. And you want to hire someone to do it. And like everyone's at different points in their journey. So it's nice that you're offering looking at offering options for everybody. That's fantastic. But yes, thank you again for joining us. It has been lovely hearing your tips. I'm really glad you came on. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so that's a wrap on these two awesome episodes with Kaylee, part one and part two, where we talked about branding and graphic design, fonts and colors and everything in between. I really enjoy chatting to Kaylee. I think it really inspired me when it comes to branding and definitely made me feel better about some of those moments I've had in the past where I've made terrible cringeworthy branding mistakes we all have and we're all in this together so we can all laugh about it and that's a good thing definitely check out the links in the show notes so you can check out Kaylee and connect with her on Instagram and things like that and I'm going to put another link to my Facebook group like I mentioned in the last episode be sure to pop into the group don't be shy you can start a post and share some pictures of your logo or colors or fonts or covers or branding. If you want any feedback from other members, it's really good to have another set of eyes sometimes just tell you things that you can't quite see. So definitely be sure to do that. Like I said, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes and I hope you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.